0: And today I have an absolutely amazing guest with a absolutely amazing story to share as well. Her name is Renee Reich and Renee has cultivated and inspired individuals and teams for over a decade. Uh, you immediately feel her energy. You're gonna feel it today for sure when she enters the room. After over 25 years working in corporate America, Renee decided that it was time to hang up the corporate ladder. She started her professional training and speaking as an instructor uh, at WHW, that's Women Helping Women, which is what we're all about. And it's a nonprofit organization. She There she donated her time helping the unemployed and under uh, employed find and keep their jobs. Renee has received numerous awards over the years for bringing her teams to the number one position. Both her years of experience in the corporate world have taught her that in order to move the bar and increase profit, you must first invest in people. But after suffering a devastating illness that took away her voice, then after a few years, the loss of her best friend and then her father, Renee decided to follow their example to never give up. Now, that legacy is how Renee has chosen to live her life and help others, showing them that just when they feel life is closing in on them, there's always a way out. Today, Renee is a four-time, number one, best-selling author, speaker, and transformational mindset coach and creator of Voice. It's V-O-I-C-E Voice. Blueprint. She works with women who are struggling with limiting beliefs to gain their clarity, confidence, and courage, so they can go from surviving to thriving. And she is here to tell us all about it. So, welcome to the show, Renee.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Christy. I greatly appreciate it.
0: Wow, what a resume! My goodness, you have done a lot. And a lot for helping women as well. But um, you have your own journey too, your own story to share of uh, times where, you know, things weren't so easy, right?
1: Absolutely. It's, it's been a journey. I'm still on one. I believe we always are going to be on one because it's, it's where we are in life. Everyone's at a different place and space in their journey of finding their voice. And mine really started... Long before I even knew it, quite frankly, I wasn't spiritual at the time. But while I was in that corporate job in 2013, I actually got very sick and mm-hmm. I lost my voice. I ended up in the ER. You know, I was running around in corporate America taking care of multi million dollar teams and departments and just really concerning myself and consuming myself with making sure everybody else was okay. Right. Except. except for that girl looking back at me in the mirror. Mm. And in so doing, I got sick and I ended up in the hospital. And I really thought it was, it was just a really bad sore of throat, because it was, it was very painful. But it, as I said, landed me in the hospital because it was much more than that. I first went to urgent care. My best friend, who is the one you mentioned in my bio who is in heaven right now watching over me I just feel that she's a lot closer than I think I just feel her around me a lot and um she took me to urgent care that next day when I had woken up with a sore throat and I said this you know it just felt different and so I told the doctor in urgent care I felt like there's a sore in my throat most people say you have a sore throat you don't say there's a sore in your throat right but I actually felt there was one it was a different feeling mm. and he actually confirmed it. the doctor in the urgent care said there is And she like tested me for strep, no strep. And um, she sent me home and she, there was nothing really she could do. It was just an infection.
0: I want to take a quick break to thank all our listeners, contributors, and give a shout out to Mint Wave Radio for promoting our show in Scotland, the UK and around the globe. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, or if you are an entrepreneur looking to enhance your communication and connection skills as a leader, contact me at beseenbeloved.com forward
1: slash contact. And so the next day when I woke up, that one sore, I say it like it gave birth. Oh wow. My best friend the next day drove me back to urgent care because it was pain like fire, fire in my throat. And that one sore. Literally did give birth. I said, I asked her, I said, how many are there now? She told my best friend, she was get her to the ER now. She never told me She because there were were so many, they just exploded. It was all all over my throat. And in the ER, um, the doctor tested me for many different things. And it turned out to be a virus, which as we know, with COVID at the time of this interview, there's not like some magic pill, you know, take this or be on this antibiotic for 10 days and check back with me, you know, right. There was nothing of the sort. So that was beginning of really finding my voice was losing my voice. Mm
0: -hmm. And I
1: ended up quarantined for four months in four walls with no hope. Wow. And I fell into a deep depression.
0: I can imagine. I can imagine. Going through that, wow, that that's that's pretty tragic, and so uh, it just goes to show that us as, as women, I mean, we we put ourselves last sometimes. We're always working and people pleasing. We talked about that yesterday. People pleasing and taking care of everyone else and fearful for our job. And realistically, if you don't take care of yourself, you have nothing. There is no job. There is no boss. There's no work. There's no there's no nothing. Right you have to take care of you first and so
1: that's pretty much what you did right I had to you know it was it's interesting because my best friend she used to say she used to yell at me because she saw like an observer is oh you know when you're in it you can't see it mm-hmm. and she used to "Say slow down I'm like no I have to do this I have to do that this is do that I have to have to have to
0: Right. Who do you sleep? Oh, oh, you know, I can live off of four hours of sleep. Oh, who do you? I, know, I don't need
1: these you sleep know what, Chris? I can work on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> well, it was retail. So I did work on the weekends and it was late nights. It was early mornings. It was all of those things. And I used it to, to your point of like how many hours. I would count, like, okay, if I stay up till midnight or one and I work a late shift tomorrow, I could still, you know, I, or maybe I could two. I could still get this. I would like look at the clock and be like, I could do this. I could still do that. I, I could do four hours. Like maybe if I can at least get four and a half, five, you know, I was engaging how much more I can get done. Okay. If I get up at six, I could have dinner real quick and I could do more of this. And then I could stay up till this, that was it. And when I had a day off, you know, and I, and I even wrote in my book, I looked forward to days off. I literally wrote this, not to take a breath, but how much more I could accomplish. Right oh, I have this day off so I could, you know, it was literally around the clock. Now I'm going to say, no one held a gun in my head, saying you need to work out, you know, 24 seven. And I just knew that I wanted to be on the floor with my teams, coaching them, developing them. And I couldn't do that if I was in a back office working on a schedule. I couldn't do that if I wasn't out on the floor with them. And every time I was scheduled, I want to make sure I was with my people and taking care of them. There was always something, it was retail, right? So there's always something, the next sale, the next event, you know, and I had so many different teams and every team had a different, was on a different schedule as far as when their event was. Or So I was the one in charge of all of them. So I was the one that was running around like a chicken with my head cut off, making sure that everybody had what they needed. And I was prepared to take care of them all the time. And so that was something I put upon myself, but I just had this work ethic I don't know, maybe even it's more than a work ethic. Maybe it's a little craziness to make sure that I was overachieving everything I did. And I, I did that. But as far as it serving me, it did not.
0: Right. And I see that pattern with so many women, so many high performing peak um, for, you know, women who are always working to you know go above and beyond. I'd you know, say, yeah. boy, I'd say about 80% of them that do not have some kind of self-care regimen will fall to their face. God will knock you down. If you do not listen, because he will give you warning signs. And if you don't listen, he will make you listen. Trust me, I've been there.
1: Yeah. And, and, and yeah. Have
0: to listen to ourselves, because who was taking care of you, right? You're taking care of all these other people, but who was taking care of you? You're thinking you're taking care of yourself by exercising and staying healthy and eating right,
1: right, while you're doing all these other things, but that's really not the self-care that we need. No, I, I was. I, I am into physical fitness. I, I love, you know, exercise, working out, getting into nature. Yeah, but I was like, rush, rush, go, 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 you know, and you keep going until you can't. Right. And I was brought to my knees in such pain.
0: Hi, this is Chrissy Love of BC and Be Love. And I'd like to invite you to tune in to my show that's being aired on winwinwomen.tv. Every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and 7 p.m. UK time to get public speaking tactics that can be used to increase your communication skills in a way that will up-level your career and your
1: life. That you would right. never wish it on a worst enemy if you ever had one. Right. Um, the My vocal cords were literally riddled with sores, and... I ended up, I got a lot of voicemails on my phone because I couldn't answer because I had no voice. And it was always, you know, the doctor's office saying, go for more blood work, go for more blood work. So at the end of that uh, three and a half, four month time frame that I was out, um, I had about 20 vials of blood drawn. It was- They incredible. couldn't find anything? It was a virus. It was uh-huh. viral pharyngitis and with a virus, there was nothing they can do for me, so I literally—it's a little graphic—but I ended up spitting out my own saliva because I couldn't swallow it. It was so painful, you know. I say like you don't know how many times a day you blink until you can't. Right. You have no idea how many times a day you swallow until you can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I literally I eating you know, stuff too, right? Eating, yeah. Eating. Oh, eating. Oh, drinking, a, a, a water, nothing I ever looked forward to, nothing. Hunger, there was no hunger. I was hungry, it was hungry to get better. But I, because, you know, and it wasn't like, well, have some chicken noodle soup, have some tea and honey. No to self, if you've got sores in your throat, honey is like salt in a wound. It's like sugar right on it. And I thought that would be so soothing. I get the envisioning it going down my throat and coating it and soothing it. And I took this heaping teaspoon of, of honey, maybe it was even a tablespoon. Mm-hmm. And I just went, like thinking it was going to just be so good. And no, it was quite wow. the opposite. I was like, yeah, it was horrible. So um, it's different than just having a sore throat. It was um, inflamed on my vocal cords. As I said, there were the sores and, you know, what this, this talk today is about is not where I was but what I took away from that and what I've created from that because you never want to stay in the pain I was in the pain for four months too long for one day too long because when you have that you never you know I didn't even want to live anymore it was just too much to bear and I'm going to do I'm going to say this it's interesting I look forward to going to sleep when I woke up because I wanted to get out of the pain but what I realized as I'm clearing my throat Mm -hmm. What I realized is that when you are meant to face things in life, you really are unable to escape them. Because what happened as I really wanted to go back to bed to get out of this pain, I'd wake up in the middle of the night crying from the intensity of the pain. Yet I was never able to hear my own voice of tears of my, my pain from, because I had no voice, but I had the teardrops coming down my face. Wow. So it was trying to get out of it. I wasn't able to because I was supposed to face it. And I believe it's to know the mental, physical, and emotional pain that other people suffer. And I say especially women because I am one. And I am you know, now here with a voice that is stronger, more confident than I've ever had in my life because I'm here to serve in a greater way than I ever did before.
0: Wow. Well, talk about a little bit more about how do you serve? You worked with a nonprofit organization for quite some time. Was that your first journey? That was your first journey.
1: That was, you know, that was, I was actually taking uh, school. I was in summer school taking some courses because I needed a job. I was no longer with that corporate job and I was released in 2017, you know, and it was like, wow, that happened in 2013 with, you know, the virus that I had in my throat. Okay, that affected my I was like, a, I had a low-grade fever, the virus, everything was like, in, in turmoil. And then 2017, before I get to the nonprofit, I want to say something. Okay, I made promises. After I was released back into, you know, when I was healing. And I was, you know, my voice, it took about a year. <laughs> Look at this. When I start talking about that <laughs> voices. I'm going to take a drink. Look at this. There you go. I, when I was released back into that corporate job, after the four months, you know, taken out of life, I made promises to myself. I made promises to my best friend. And most importantly, I made promises to God that I would be different and do different. I would take my breaks on time. I would do this more self-care. And I, I did write about this in the book because it's important to really know. My old habits crept back in well mm. even the promises i made to you know god and i was like it was the old habits died hard they,
0: and, and they, and they do and they and they and they do and all we can do is just take it one day at a time take it one day at a time remember it takes how, how many days to create a new habit like it was 21 like- it was 21 days and i have extended it now <laughs> but that always stuck in my mind so yeah. when you're changing something when you're changing a new habit i think you know that you absolutely need and women, you do need self care you know like we will laugh at oh self-care with all this you know self-care but it's important to take your breaks take time away have vacations spend time with family and friends and do things that you love and have hobbies outside of your work and just take care of you and just smell the roses sometimes you know, just walk and smell the roses or look at the look at this the beauty of nature but we need that every single day not once a week every single day should we take it i don't care if it's 15 minutes 30 minutes something. And on weekends or, d- or days off, take more time for you. But all of those things are, are, are vitally important. And when you have struggles, I know I struggled with that too, tr- changing my life from being just just overworking and exhausted all the time, mm-hmm. to really taking care of me first. Okay. Now that's all about setting boundaries, right? I Absolutely. Prefer, And I will not <laughs> allow anyone, anyone to uh, uh, <clears throat> allow me to um, let's say, uh, and not value myself, not value myself Am my I worth enough to not take care of myself and to honor my time, my time for me. Yeah, it's so important to set boundaries. And so you, you were saying, Renee, that, yeah, it was, it's a struggle. It's a struggle at first, right? You want to go back your way because you were doing it for how many years, right? Always, yeah. <laughs> right. So it's a challenge, but you were able to turn that around and start moving forward. And to the woman that you are today doing amazing, amazing things with your, your book, your books, <laughs> I guess, um, and yeah, your book and also your business as well. And so you're doing, um, uh, talk about that a little bit more.
1: Yeah. So I, I want to make sure, cause I did skip over the job nonprofit. I don't mm-hmm. want to do that. I was, while I was looking for work, I went to get some education for the oh. education in, a, in summer school. And while mm-hmm. I was there, And somebody told me about a place called Women Helping Women, and which was a nonprofit. So I always liked teaching and educating people. So I went there. And as I said, it was not a paying job. I did it voluntarily. And I showed up like it was a paying job. I had my badge on. I taught classes. And I really was there to help them. And then they changed the the name from Women Helping Women to um, just WHW. Because there were some men there, too, that needed assistance as well. And um, it was, you know, for really for both. But my main niche has been women, because as I said, you know, as one who struggled with that, the limiting beliefs, low self-esteem, you know, no, like feeling valued or self-worth, people pleasing, not no, you know, no boundaries. And that's what got me into trouble because it was looking for outside validation for inner self-worth.
0: Oh, I like that. Outside validation for inner self-worth. We have to be worthy of ourselves and learn to be able to do that. And I love how you say show up. You showed up, even though it was a volunteer position, you showed up every single day. I love that as well as a lot of people, a lot of women who are working from home now and they're in their pajamas
1: and you know they're not taking care of themselves, right? Absolutely. It's self-care isn't selfish, it's selfless. Because as you take care of yourself, guess what? You're also taking care of everybody else that comes your way in that day and the days that follow. Because you're showing up better and stronger, they are too. It's a ripple effect.
0: Yeah, and you're able to do much more by showing up at your best. You're able to help more, right? You're able to help more. But if I feel awful, look awful, didn't put any makeup on, didn't do my hair, how am
1: I going to feel, right, how am I going to, your energy, yeah, your energy, your vibration is going to have an effect on those who you come in contact with, Mm. and so so you, you really want to take care of yourself for those reasons, you're showing up for you, so when others that you talk to, if you come to them, okay, you know, it's like, wow, and that whole energy, I mean, I just felt a drop, even just saying that, when you come up more, not that everything is rainbows and unicorns. I'm going to say that, okay? Life is an ebb and flow like the waves in the ocean. It is an ebb and flow. And you go you know, with the tides and with the waves and allow yourself the space and the grace to experience them. Because as you experience them, you can come and show up more fully and more present as you. And you can have more empathy and compassion for others when they go through those turbulent times as well. Right. And I
0: want women to uh, not be so hard on themselves. When they look at you, you know, they look at someone like me, you know, she's on TV and things like that. We have, we have things going on in our lives as well. We all do. And now the social media that's come out has really put a, you know, just a bad image out there of what women realistically are and what they should be. And so don't compare yourself to
1: them. That's huge, Christy. I'm gonna interject right there. Don't compare because it's so easy. Like you know, you hear about the young girls with the body image. What about you know older women too you know, of a certain age? Like it's you once you have it ingrained in you, I have to look a certain way. I have to be a certain way. Look at this one. Look at that one. As you're scrolling through your phone and what everybody else achieves, and you stay in your lane and stay focused on you and not obsessed about what they are. The other the other piece of that, or a strong piece of that, is You don't know where everybody else has been. They're showing their best self there. Right. What did they go through to get right? Of course. What did they go through to get there? Right. Absolutely. We don't know their journey. We know what we're seeing. And then we're like, not good enough. Look at this one. Look at that one. Look what they're doing. And then look at me. Oh my God. Look at me. Oh, who wants to look at me? You know, it's like you you start putting all those negative, the negative talk into your brain. Why not say? Look at me, look at where I was, look at where I am now, and look at how far I've come Mm. without the comparison game. Right, right. And that's what my show is pretty much about
0: is I want, I, I have these high powered women, these amazing powerhouse women on my show to share their journey, to let people know that, hey, we have struggled too. We all have struggled and we've come out on the other side, like you have, Renee, and now you're in a position to help others, right? To achieve their absolute best. And talk a little bit more about your, your coaching and your transformational mindset coaching. How do you help women to really add value to their lives and really transform their mindset?
1: Absolutely, you know, Christy, I think of it and I relate to it like the butterfly effect. So you think about a butterfly, it didn't just come out, it's a beautiful monarch butterfly. It started out as a caterpillar. Mm. We start out as that caterpillar. We're crawling. We're you know trying to grab onto things to lift ourselves up as this baby. And we fall. And what happens? Either we figure out how to get up. And we grab onto something to pick ourselves up. Or somebody lifts us up, right? Same thing in life. That caterpillar that's crawling, crawling, crawling. It goes into that mucky, ooey, gooey stage called a chrysalis that shell in that shell it takes time to transform not every chrysalis spends the same amount of time in that chrysalis stage not every caterpillar spends the same amount of time in the chrysalis stage i just say some take longer some take shorter it doesn't mean one that emerges is better than the other one there's no comparison from the caterpillar to the chrysalis to the butterfly that, oh, I, I came, became a butterfly sooner than you. No, no. Everyone's is different. Like everybody's journey in this life is different. There is no comparison. There is no one is better than the other. It's a different journey for each of us. Mm-hmm. As individuals, as human beings, no one is better. Stop doing and start being so you can become the person, and the woman you are meant to be.
0: Ooh, love it, love it, love it. Well, can you share with our, list, our our viewers three tips, three tips
1: on how they can make that transformation, right? Well, one thing before I did, I want to interject, and you, you mentioned about the journey. And <laughs> what I did create is that voice blueprint you mentioned in my bio, and that takes women from vulnerability to empowerment in the journey of finding their voice. So I created a voice blueprint. We all have a blueprint in life. As I just said, we're all human beings, individuals, it's our own journey. So when I created this voice blueprint, it's individualized to each person, each each one that I work with. It's Mm -hmm. a general blueprint, but when I work with you, it is geared to you because we're on a different journey than the next one. Ooh, I love it. And we all are. And
0: you can only be the best version
1: of yourself and not
0: else just to be the best you you can be but you have to find out who that person
1: is first right yes amen <laughs> absolutely and right. with that I also created and wrote mm-hmm. a book you mentioned here's the, the book it's called find, find your, your voice. voice
0: unlock your chains and unleash your greatness yep. I love it you told me a little story we don't have much time but you told me a little story about when you took that picture
1: and it became it was a bestseller, right? It became a yeah. No yeah, so yeah, I, I just, I took this dress out a couple of days before I even went there. And when I got there, you know, I was trying to find a parking space because it was like the middle of the afternoon in July. And I ended up going to a meter that there was this woman standing at. And then I was like, in my mind, like, hurry up. I wanted to maybe connect with her. Maybe she could take pictures. I didn't have any, but I didn't take my picture. I had brought my cell phone and me. And my car, that was it. Nice. And I, I went there. The next thing I know, I'm like, I, I turned around, like, see where she was. She disappeared. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That was an, an incredible uh, thing that happened. Uh, she was a, a big woman, and she was in front of me, and there was nobody else there. which is me and her. And I was gonna try to connect with her and say, "Can you, can you help me? You know, and, and take my picture." She was. I don't, I don't know what happened. So I say we're big, big because. There was nobody else around. It's not like I could lose somebody. And that was the day. now that was the day. That was the day that I was like, okay, yes. was she an angel that came up to me? Because I don't know what happened. She disappeared. There was nobody else. I, I actually went looking for her. Cause how do you lose a, a, a person that was in front of you? How do you, she was gone. Like I blinked and I started looking around like how could I have lost her? And mm-hmm. she was gonna be my connection. I was gonna say, can you take my picture? I wrote a book and yes. she disappeared. So, uh, you know, I found another meter, I ended up walking up to somebody on the beach and he happened to be an intuitive. And then I turned to his mom, I said, is this your mom? He he says, yes, she's a medium. I'm like, oh my goodness, it was a divine guidance. Um, It was, it's just been incredible. The book, I encourage you to get the book for the listeners out there. I do have the Kindle version as well. If you receive your information that way, then, you know, you can read that on your iPad, but I also encourage you to get the book because after each chapter, I have what's called a takeaway section.
0: Awesome. And well, that is for you.
1: Book? Where can I find this book? That is on Amazon. Um, okay. and yeah. And where can we find you? And, and it, geez, you yeah, and all these I'm, books that you're I'm on, on social media. Help so many women. I'm on social media. So social you media. go to my link tree and I think you'll have that listed. I also offer a 30-minute complimentary consultation for you. If, you are someone that you know would like to find out if there's a way to work together and collaborate. I'd love to do that. Please reach out to me. That's a 30-minute uh, free consult. And then also the book is on there as well. And I have also offer your audience a complimentary 10-step download to finding your voice. So there's all sorts of ways. My uh, social media links are on there as well. So please reach out and connect with me. And how I look do forward you spell to your last name. I'm sorry, how do you spell your last name? Last name is R-E-I-S-C-H. And first name is Renee, R-E-N-E-E. So please reach out. Awesome. I look forward to connecting. You asked about some tips. Yes. So three tips. I would say first and most important is to know your value. Mm, know your value. Absolutely. You are more valuable than right. you give yourself credit for. You know, Know your value. Know your worth own your voice, mm. own your own power within and never give up. Mm. There's so many days we want to throw in that towel and say, I'm done. And I was there, trust me. We've all been there. We've all I been there. there for But we've yeah. all
0: been there and it's all, it was, it's a journey. Every day is a new day to start something fresh. And you're definitely speaking my language. You know, we have this thing called the voice. And if a sound comes out of it, you have a way to make a difference in your life by stepping into the power of your voice. And I love it. And you are valuable. You're valuable. You're worthy. More than you could ever know. So understand that and use that to the best of your ability and make your life shine
1: right? Absolutely, okay. Christy. I want to say a grateful and gracious thank you for inviting me yeah. as your guest. This has been really empowering. And that's what I do is empower other women and powerful. And I just want them to know that don't give up on yourselves. I will never give up on you. Reach out, connect. Let's see what we can do together. Absolutely. Thanks again, Renee, for being on My the show. Mm. Thank you.